welcome to the Art Guide Australia podcast with Tiani Mikus. This episode is the third of a three-part series, which has been produced in partnership with the Museum and Art Gallery of the Northern Territory in recognition of the annual National Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander Art Awards. In this podcast, I speak with Yolu artist Gunbi Gunamba. As Gunbi lives in Gungun in Arnhem Land, we talk via phone, discussing his art practice, what he thinks about his ongoing success, and the experience of winning the 2018 National Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander Art Award. I know you were the recent winner of the Nazia Award, but I wanted to go back to the beginning and first talk about how your art practice started. Okay. How did you, yeah, and how did you first become interested in art? Okay. So, our uh, first, first step that I came to uh, like art and I was an uh, instrument player, degraded player. Mm-hmm. He took me to all over every using, using me to every clan. So I taking this part of instruments. Then I went to, to America with those ladies. Then I back about 12 years ago. Yeah, that's my first effort, degraded playing, instrument playing, yeah, instrument worker. So then how did you first start getting into sculpture? Well, I first, from the degraded, then back to the leaders, and they put me up to this job in the tabernacle, and then I worked for maybe two months, Three months, then I start feel confidence. Yeah, then I bring that out. Also, they using me for operating that area for main business. Then from there to getting out to that you know, jobs to the outside show for people for like kids, girls, ladies. Teaching all I read that um, for 12 years before, I, I guess, getting into art, you were a house builder. Yeah. yeah. Then I, from their main business, then I was looking for, they, they found my job, building jobs, uh, because there was some money coming in. You know, they had a, you have people, they're raising money, so I'll bring that painting up where I was I was school, like in the tabernacle, and bring that out, not by myself, through the leaders. So I'll take that name, the job that I've, they gave it to me, and I'll bring that into the arts world. And I'm doing arts. Do you remember the first work that you ever made? Um... From the ironwood, yeah, that's that was now hard, hard one tree, hard tree. Oh, what am, the first sculpture that I made, bark and iron, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was beautiful. Yeah, yeah. He, it was he was taking me to from the arch, from the old arch, and the halfway, and I was. There will be a change on that park and 
log to the steel. I found all the steel job, all that rubber and uh, PVC, all sort of this uh, walls. Everything was in the like building area, like iron roof, roof insulation, floor, self do it that way. Picking all that, um, the stuff that I found. And were were there any artists who were sort of mentoring you or, or giving you advice when you were first starting out? Uh, that was ladies. One, one of the ladies, because my father was doing an artwork. It's an artist. Yes, so you've won many awards and you most recently won the Nazia Award. What has that experience been like for you? Well, it's, it's like, uh, you know, something press, pressing me for that and make me proud. And for your winning work, I mean, it, it really beautifully depicts fish trap ceremonies. But I was wondering, can you tell me the story behind the etching? Well, that fish trap that I'm doing, like one that did that uh, Darwin, the bigger one, this belongs to my grandfather's name, that painting. And one of my grandfather and my mother and my uncles. So I'm the caretaker for him. The father, my father was gave it to me, everything. And then I take carrying all that, the buko. The buko was when there was full tide. There was they couldn't find food or something fish, and that's why we put the trap on there to get that fish. And when people look at the work, what would you like them to feel when they see it? Say, so my work. Wow. Say, so say, wow. And some people they interested. Some people they are not interested because they are doing a different, different style. And your style, it is so different. And so different, yeah. How did you get to doing that? Well, I'll press myself to show for world myself and my painting and my skills, vision, all that, putting into this so everyone's gonna see. And it's it's on a three by three aluminium board. How come you chose uh, the the board instead of the bark which you'd previously worked with? Well, because my uh, my my style, my my vision. Why don't I try these bigger ones instead of playing with the small little ones? Mm-hmm. So I can do this one, big one. Let me try. And it's, it, it's, it's for gold. So the reason I found this new steel there and all the pipes because they don't rush or the painting's coming out or something like this. So they can stay there. You know, because the reason we're doing all the arts, you know, wood or bark, there's a, maybe one year or two years, there's a start color coming out or 
dropping the soil, the colours, breaking all the poles, bark, yeah, that's all in any situation. So that's why I found the real strong materials so they can stay. And what tools do you use to, to do those etchings on the board? Uh, with the mission little Dremel. It looks so intricate and so complex. Mm. Does it take you a long time to, mm. to do that? It takes me about one week to two weeks for that to be gone. If we say go through the weekend or Saturday, Sunday and continue. And you know how you have the, the different shades of light and the different lines? How did you... Do you just have an image in your mind that that's what it's going to look like or do you draw it beforehand and plan it? Well, that's different directions that I do. It's, it's imagine... You imagine that water, when the flight, when the flight come, the water flood everywhere and runs everywhere. That's sufficient to bring it out, like through the creek, you know, or through the river. Like, what's what is uh, really water running? The water's not running straight. Turn this way, this way, that way, left and right, so we can see all the movements, which were the directions running water. And how many times had you entered the Nazia Award before winning? Yeah, three. I think it's three. Three times. Three times, yeah. Third time lucky. Yeah. <laughs> what um advice would you have for younger Aboriginal artists? Well, well the arts is going pass it on to the pass it on, pass it on to the next generation, to generation, generation, generation to like for my world. It's their technique. There's the next one, maybe, maybe young people. We see that, see that way, and they can do, they can do in their way, in some same meaning and same pattern. They can do in their way, the movement, all this. And that's sort of what what you did in a way, isn't it? You kind of you know the the tradition within which you're working, but then you did do it your own way as well. Yes, I can do it. that's why I'm doing to do own way. On one story, on the one painting, one story, but the skills the different. Yeah. And your family and community must be so proud of you for what you've achieved. Sometimes they frap, frap, sometimes they, wow, <laughs> shock. <laughs> Explore their mind, you know. And that was Gunby Gunnamba discussing his art practice. We hope you've enjoyed this podcast, and remember you can subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, as well as check in with Art Guide Online, or pick up a copy of the print edition to keep up to date with art-related news, articles and features from around Australia.